Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Eating sandwiches. As mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. It is Wednesdays with Wojo. What's up, Wojo? How are you? What's going on? Not too much. Uh, just... Uh, so do- I heard you mention real quick before we get into whatever, um, the greatest night in Detroit sports last night in history, Wings and Pistons winning big-time road games. Yep. Huge. I know that's what you've been talking about all morning. Oh, yeah. that No, yeah. more, more than the fact that the uh, Tigers moved up to three in the draft and are in position oh. to get uh, Jacob Gonzalez, the shortstop from Ole Miss. What a night. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The night that trains Detroit sports. That's right. Exa- exactly. Thank you, John. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Woj. Uh, now, I did not uh, hear any of your show yesterday. I'm sorry. I was oh, playing I was playing pickleball. We had the playoffs yesterday. Didn't we have your AirPods in? Didn't have my AirPods. Focused <laughs> no. on Cindy, your teammate. That's right. That's right. We, we won the first round and then lost in the second round. Anyway, oh, um, so mm-hmm. I didn't hear uh, crosstalk or any of that stuff. So I just want to know... With the latest stuff with Mozzie Smith, now that a lot of that's been backed up since what it was revealed yesterday that the it's been updated. Updated is the correct word, right? Where the gun wasn't loaded, or we don't even know, and that stuff. Where do you stand on the Michigan uh, lack of suspension or anything the way that's been handled? Well, I didn't like it um, when it came out, obviously, but it didn't come out on October seventh because there wasn't a police report because it was different than the other situation. Um, Listen, no, of course, I would love more transparency and swifter response from Michigan, from Harbaugh and Ward Manuel. But what, and the the mistake they made is because they didn't have transparency. They've allowed people to play the, let's see, the optics game, the whataboutism game. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the part that I just find aggravating is, and that's, Partly why I haven't addressed it that much, although I have, is because it just turns into the what about game and people making false comparisons and false narratives and and one is not remotely connected to the other, you know, about the incidents that we're talking about. Um, it goes nowhere. It's it's uh, a chance for people in their mind to expect 
extract a pound of flesh or whatever from from Michigan under the guise of, you know, unsafe for the community. I don't want anything to happen to Mozzie Smith, people say, but this is about uh, Michigan. And, and that's they did bring that on themselves because they did deem, because they know him and because they knew more details than people knew about it, they did bring it on themselves by, uh, you know, letting him play. That said, as more information came, if you had to make a decision, if you had to make a decision at noon yesterday on something, wouldn't have completely changed four hours later when different information came out? Yes, right? but here, here's, here's my question. <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong. He was charged with a felony. Now, we, we everybody believes it's going to be pled down, correct? He wasn't arraigned. So the charge was not levied. He was accused, yes. Okay. So if he you're... was charged a week later. He was arraigned a week later or charged a week later. Okay. So, so no, had... not even charged. It was sent to the prosecutor's office a week later. Right. And then we he then... was not charged until last week. Okay. So he's been charged with a felony, we found out last week. Right. How do you, in good conscience, and look, I, I'm a Michigan fan, as you know, I wanted him on the field. However, it, my... If you have a player who's charged with a felony, how does he get on the field Saturday night? Well, first of all, um, there are different levels of felonies. Like murder is a felony, right? You, I, I think people, and we're all doing this. I'm doing it too. I don't know to the letter of the gun laws. I don't know the letter of uh, student con- conduct. But I do know that there are different levels of felonies, obviously. But that, of course looks bad and sounds bad when you say felony. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they have information that reveal. you know, it, at first the gun was loaded, supposedly, at least in some uh, characterization, and then it's not. And maybe they have waded through or decided, uh, believe me, I, I've said from the start, I would have suspended him, but I can't tell you when I would have done it because the information has changed continuously, and there have been different levels, not charged, not arraigned, not yet. So um, they got caught in it a little bit as far as the timing, and I don't absolve Michigan for that. But to turn it into this gigantic firestorm of what about this and what about that, it's just painfully useless in my mind. Well, it, it feels that way to me as well, and, and I think that we'll learn a little bit more uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, when there's another court hearing uh, with Mozzie, and, and hopefully at some point this can all be cleared up and we'll be able to talk about exactly what we know whenever the police report is made public. Right, and and we have seen the sworn testimony um, from the detective uh, from last week, and, um, you know, it, it does make it sound not quite as nefarious as before people had made it sound. But to be clear, I don't think this is a nothing burger at all. I don't, obviously. Um, I think he was a brand-new gun owner. I think he had just turned 21 and bought the gun legally and everything else, and this is Mozzie Smith's fault or whoever was advising him. But he should have either known or practiced the gun laws better than he did. And I think he probably knew he screwed up with that. And I think he probably um, is, is ticked at himself and, and takes accountability for himself. He's not trying to wriggle out of the charges. These things get pled down to misdemeanors from what I understand, not a lawyer, all the time. Now, 
if the issue is simply it was handled differently than a tunnel situation or Imani Bates, that to me is just a, a dumb argument. It's just a, a chance to try to ferret out, like I said, a pound of flesh or whatever. And, and then I conclude with this. But yes, Michigan could have handled it better and avoid, avoided some of this firestorm. Absolutely. All right. Sunday, Wojo, as you like to say, big game, Ford Field. I just went on StubHub and I'm seeing tickets, uh, upper ball in the end zone, uh, $205. Okay. So people are, and they're going fast. They say really good seats Uh, right now. There's $522 for section 105 row 13. This place is going to be bonkers on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People need to get there early and get their um, uh, tailgating on, as they say. Um, no, it's it, absolutely huge, kind of, but I would say even a little bit huger, kind of like the Thanksgiving Day game against uh, Buffalo. And if, so is it a referendum game, a credibility game, all of those things? You don't even have to say that. I think the Lions have already proven themselves to be credible as a decent football team. I don't think it's that. I think it's, let's, I don't know, you win that game, play the fanciful playoff game. Although I saw something, and I never know these projections where they, something that said even if the Lions win out, they still only have an 89%, that's a lot, but 89% chance of making the playoffs. You would think if they won out, they're in for sure, right? Wouldn't you? Uh, I, I would said, think so. I know that there's there's a lot of different scenarios and the right. whole tie between the, tie, the commanders yeah, hurt and us. the Giants hurts. But if you win out, I think the rest will take care of itself. If you get to 10 wins, I do believe you'll still be in, in the playoffs. I See, I do too, and that's why, and, I, and I'll see if the stats have been updated, but that's why I was like, wait, wait, wait. It's not 100% if they win out, but that stupid tie with the stupid commanders and stupid Giants kind of, kind of <laughs> that, screws him up. A little bit. The scenario um, is the Commanders ten six and one, and the Seahawks ten and seven. Right, and they would lose both of those if they were ten and yes. seven. The Lions would. Yep. Yeah, uh, because of that stupid head to head. I keep saying stupid with the Seahawks, but uh, but that said, that doesn't diminish in my mind the excitement at all. Because I said this on the air a, a couple days ago, whatever. That I think this is the most encouraging. Not saying they've made it and here they are in golf and Campbell they got but the most encouraging stretch we've seen from the Lions in I don't know, five, six, seven years simply because these aren't some plug in veterans. Oh yeah, you signed a free agent and you're gonna steal a few these are all mostly young guys doing it, coming out again, another draft pick, another draft pick. That, to me, is the most encouraging sign. Well, and not only is it encouraging going into, you know, if they were to get to that 10-win mark going into the offseason, the fact that Brad Holmes in his first two drafts has found success and you've got five picks in the top 77, it's not only encouraging, but you get a chance to add more young talent and then spend a little bit in free agency. Um, I expect next year to see a completely different team, not necessarily in terms of personnel. Yeah, there's going to be some personnel changes, some additions, but I expect them to be a no-doubter playoff team next year. You know what? I do too, and at least their foundation, like I said, is mostly young guys. The key core is mostly young guys. But I, I will add this besides Brad Holmes drafting. 
I think, and I know the final word hasn't been written, but I think his two big trades are looking pretty. Matthew Stafford, yeah, the Rams won a Super Bowl. You don't really care, but they did, but now they're done, and Stafford might be done, literally, for his career. Mm-hmm. In the trade of TJ Hawkinson, I know you didn't get a ton of draft capital, but Boy, that offense is really falling apart without T.J. Hawkinson out there. I know, there, it's terrible. It? It's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God, I don't even know. That, and that's not a rip on Hawkinson. That's a rip on <sighs> dumb NFL coaches who think you can build around an entire offense on a tight end. It's only happened, what, three or four times currently. T.J. Hawkinson was never going to be Kelsey or anybody like him. So, yeah, going forward, you don't have the Hawkinson contract to deal with. There are a few shrewd things going on that I think are very encouraging. All right, well, Joe, last thing from me. I know you have to be upset. Uh, You are a citizen of the United States. You have Polish descent. Both Poland and the United States have been eliminated. What are you going to do? Oh, I guess I'll... I guess I'll stuff my face with a bunch of kielbasas, I suppose. Um, who are you no, rooting for I'm now, Walt? Yeah. Who you got your now? Well, I don't know who I got now because I'll be perfectly honest <laughs> with you. I'm not lying, and I'm not apologizing for it. But after the U.S. lost, I, I haven't don't watched any of Don't even know who's in it? I know. It, well, this is the, uh, it's the problem of having this event during the NFL season and college wait, football wait, season. Wait, is Wales still alive? No, Wales, Wales isn't, no. Uh, no. Okay. All right. We'll talk Canada. to you. Canada. They're done too. See you later. It's Wednesdays with Woo. Wojo here on 971 The Portugal. Ticket. <laughs> They're still alive. Yes. yes. This segment is no longer alive. Start. How come NFL no Wales week? joke there for him? Yeah. Oh, good point. How come they didn't win? <laughs>